shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. In the might, me prosa shabadeka. Zebra Gedeta, as a Debrata, Minutu Brepezeta, Leshi Braka Soto Bragiata Kabaya. Might comes by counsel. Might comes by counsel. Mesograti Bragadosha Tebrania, Menosa Savati Bragadosh in a matter Kabashke, Kazibra Gedash the Panda, Meshebranda Kabashke, Meshebragadashke, Kazabarita, Branda Kabashi, Kinibosh the Fanda Kabaya, Zebra Gadashke, Kazibra Gedash, the Kazeta Diata Kabash the Fanda. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, help, help, Lord. Oh, Messi Prata Kabaya, Zigadesh the Branda. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your might. We have said when we pray, we should believe we have received. And uh, we shall receive that which we have asked for. Father, Lord, we believe that we have received it this evening. Father, Lord, help in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, help our own belief, Lord. Help our own belief. In the areas where we don't believe, Father, help us in Jesus' name. Help us to believe in Jesus' mighty name. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Father, as I have come at your feet again, Father, I'm your child. Father, Lord, I will say I have the purest of hearts. But, Father, you are, we are all being subjected to your purification process. Father, I say... I'm at your feet this evening. That which you have for us, Father, help me to receive them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, imprison my mouth in Jesus' mighty name. So it will serve you alone in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I want to be your captive today in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 How many of us want to be the captive of God? It's actually a blessing to be a captive of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Uh, you know, I, John, the prisoner of Christ. Uh, I, James, the, uh, the bond servant of Christ. You know, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ. James said he's a bond servant. He says the brother and the servant. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jude now said, Jude never even call himself brother of Jesus, even though he, he came from the same kingdom. He said, I brother of of James mm-hmm. and the servant of Jesus. He couldn't say he's the brother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, as far as he's concerned, that guy is no longer my brother. Yes, uh, <laughs> praise God. Yeah. Uh, this is Jude chapter one. Jude verse one. The servant of Jesus Christ. And brother of James mm. to them that are sanctified by God the Father. Praise God. Uh, you know, um, when you are a prisoner of Jesus, you become a servant of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no other way to become a servant by, by giving yourself unto doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Um, a man cannot be a servant without um, embracing doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Uh, you can't serve what you don't know. Praise God. 
what makes somebody a proper servant is that he knows how to serve. Mm-hmm. Praise God. A, a man is not a proper servant. He has to learn to be a proper servant. Praise God. Mm-hmm. By learning the activities of the house, the, um, the uh, nature of the house, what governs the house, mm-hmm. the wisdom that governs the house. Praise God. That's how you, you can serve properly. You will never be able to serve a person properly if you don't get to know the person, what he likes, what he doesn't like, mm-hmm. uh, what the principles that he runs by. Praise God. So that's what makes a servant. So what, when, I, when, I te- when, when I tell somebody, um, if somebody is a servant and doesn't know my principle, he can never probably serve me properly. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I have to teach him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Uh, praise the Lord, the Lord. Uh, so we are still on the issue of righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. That's the journey of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Any place where you go and you don't teach righteousness, please go, don't go there again. Mm-hmm. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because Christ is righteousness. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And if you even see, if you, they preach righteousness, but they are not preaching it completely, don't stay. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people, they manage righteousness. Mm-hmm. So that people will not go. Mm-hmm. You know, because righteousness is demanding on the soul. Any righteousness is demanding on the soul because it is not what has whipped us. Mm-hmm. Praise God. We are whipped by other wisdom. So when we are talking, when we are being given righteousness, we are undoing what we have been whipped by. And that's actually what our tribulation is. When they are undoing us, when they are undoing us, in fact, the reason why we fight doctrine and we say, ah, is, it, is it true? The reason why we are checking if, uh, if uh, teaching of everlasting life and all these things is it true is because we have been whipped in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Praise God. You know, when you start doubting doctrine, doctrine that you have witness inside you that is true. Mm-hmm. But because of the way the thing is looking different from what we are used to or what we have been weaved by. You know, we have been weaved by many things, even in the church. Mm-hmm. We have been weaved by doctrine of demons. Yeah. We have been weaved by another definition of faith. Mm-hmm. We have been weaved by different kind of doctrine within the church. So when the, another message that is being a message that is being preached that looks different from the doctrine that you have been given over time, mm-hmm. the the true gospel will always bear witness with you with all, in, inside us. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, um, "Spirit of the God bear witness with us that we are children of God." Mm-hmm. So, Spirit of God will always bear witness in you when you hear true doctrine. Mm-hmm. But it's always sometimes it's hard to receive. Mm-hmm. It's hard to receive and embrace because it sounds different, mm-hmm. uh, and if it sounds different and you. You, we, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't follow the inner witness to commit to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to know it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's what can taking taught us. Can mm-hmm. taking taught us that follow your inner witness. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a witness inside you that can, that you have an option from the only one, and you know all things. Mm-hmm. Your inner witness will always confirm what is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Many times when I listen to a man of God, sometimes I might not really understand what he's saying. I check inside. I check inside. That's why the Bible says, John said, test all spirits. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. He said, test all spirits. Yeah. You are not judging the man of God. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are protecting your heart. Mm-hmm. When you are subjecting a man of God to test mm-hmm. in your spirit, man, you are not judging him. You are, putting, you are protecting your heart by mm-hmm. checking the spirit behind that man. Mm-hmm. And you must be strict when it comes to doctrine. Mm-hmm. There's no mercy around doctrine. Mm-hmm. If doctrine is not right, it's not right. Mm-hmm. And doctrine will always produce a lifestyle. In the, within a short, it was only a matter of time. You start behaving somehow, mm-hmm. according to what you have heard. Mm-hmm. So if a man is not behaving right, check his doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. If a man is not behaving right, 
check the doctrine he's listening to. Is either he's listening to a wrong doctrine or he's misinterpreting a doctrine. Mm-hmm. Either of the two. Praise on the Lord. Aha. So you see that they, they, when, when the devil de- de- wants to form a man, the devil will form a man by his own doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And when God wants to form a man, he forms a man by his own doctrine. Praise the Lord. What is doctrine? Doctrine is simple teaching. Mm-hmm. And when you want to teach somebody, you are impacting wisdom. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So every doctrine is a wisdom. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. When, when, do, what, the, 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 doctrine is the instrument of judgment. Mm-hmm. Praise God. When you use the doc, doctrine of Christ to judge a situation, you're using the wisdom of Christ to judge a situation. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's why many times, when um, um, many times, I'm not always waiting for the voice of God. And many times, I use doctrine to judge situations from inside. Mm-hmm. Because doctrine is the wisdom of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doctrine of Christ is the wisdom of Christ. So, if a situation, I can, I can, I can, I can align a situation around me to fit into God by uh, by checking it with the doctrine that I've heard over time. Mm-hmm. If the teaching that I've heard over time cannot align a situation in front of me, eh, probably that situation is higher than me. I'm going to seek for counsel by someone that is listening to doctrine too. Mm-hmm. Praise of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, so at the end of the day, the, what aligns our life is that the doctrine we listen to. Mm-hmm. Praise of the Lord. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Praise of the Lord. Because doctrine is wisdom. Satan has his own doctrine. Mm-hmm. Eh? His doctrine is blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ has his own doctrine, which is the doctrine of uh, worship. Praise God. Do you know the Antichrist in the, uh, in the book of Revelation, his blasphemy was actually a worship to the devil. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Because when the, the, um, the, um, the dragon gave him the power, he spoke blasphemy, right? Mm-hmm. And that blasphemy, and he said there was an image, and everybody worshipped that image. Praise God, the Lord. People were in awe of him, right? And people wondered at him. That wonder eh, is as a result of the stature he was carrying and by what he was coming out of his mouth. So that blasphemy might not sound bla- like blasphemy in the ear of people. It's only men that have wisdom of Christ inside them that will know that it's blasphemy. Do you get what I'm saying? To other people, it was a wonder. It was a wonder. But what was he using to catch people? What was coming out of his mouth? He was teaching. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. The devil can bless a man. That when the man is talking, he can put people in hall. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. America had a former president like mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to mention it. Mm-hmm. Praise the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. When he's talking, everybody sits. Everybody goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was young, when I was when I was young, there was a mini, there was a pastor that was under then. It way we talk about that president then. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used him. Uh, it was the topic yes, of a seminar <laughs> in church. It was the topic. He mentioned his name, the Kiniko Kiniko, and mentioned his name. I said, Ah, well done. Yes, yeah, me, I didn't know anything. Even yeah. me, because my pastor was a whole of the guy. Even me, I was a whole yes, of the guy. Yes, Praise yes. the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So you, you realize the fact that by just what he says, he, he could convince gen, a, a whole generation. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Some people are still in awe of that guy today. Yes. Even me, yes. that hall may have died to it. Mm-hmm. By just lights. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, even with not discerning him, eh, at the end of the day, 
the prophecy that came concerning him that he was evil played out. Yes, sir. The greatest evil on earth, he was he established it. Praise God. The greatest evil on earth, he established it and he succeeded. Mm. Praise on the Lord. Aha. Uh-huh. The the evil that can cause God to destroy a whole nation. That man established it. Praise on the Lord. Praise on the Lord. So we need to be very, very careful when we see people with charisma. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. It's easy to be carried away with charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know young people fall into that trap mm-hmm. of um, charisma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm. I'm sorry, ladies, but ladies fall into it a lot. Mm. Yeah. Praise God. Actually, I'm actually really sorry, but that you know, sometimes you need to be very, very careful. Boys that have charisma. <laughs> Boys that boys that have charisma, praise God. They don't they don't stammer. They don't stammer. They just talk, and they can be saying rubbish. Praise God. Everything he says is deep. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. So devil can raise a man by doctrine. When a man is raised by doctrine, a man is raised into status, a building. Praise God. He's a building. There are some people that when, after, you, why, do, why is it that when a man of God passes, he has not talked, but you feel the horror around him. There are some men of God that we've, I pass beside him, I know this man is anointed. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. You know when I met, met, first met um, Pastor Ivan, I couldn't pass beside him without bowing. Mm. There was something inside him. There's something inside him. Praise God. There's something inside him. Praise God. You, you know this one. Ah, to a large extent, this is a godly man. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. So you know, when God, when doctrine raises a man well, eh, it's, it's like a perfume on him. He smells. Praise God. It's an aura. It's a glory. Praise God. It's a glory. You know, when an image is formed, what it exudes is glory. Praise God. Aha. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. When an image is formed, and what they for, used to form image is called knowledge. Mm-hmm. Knowledge or doctrine. You see, I'm using many words to form doctrine, but I want us to pay attention to that word doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Because Jesus Christ used the word doctrine, doctrine. consistently. Yes. We are not trying to be deep. Yes. Yeah. Check the entire scripture. Doctrine. Mm-hmm. Doctrine. Another word for doctrine, commandment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Commandment. Commandment. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So versions are changing to my word, my word, my word. Mm-hmm. We know, we understand what they are trying to do. Yeah. But truly, truly, check it. It's either commandments or doctrine. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So if you check Romans chapter 6, let's quickly go to Romans chapter 6, then we'll, we'll build from there. Praise God. Romans chapter 6. Uh, my Kaliana, Mr. Sovereign, Tibaniata. Uh, so, like, we have a ministry, like the ministry has been coming, that when a man is beginning to learn righteousness, he's becoming a stone. Praise God. So when a man is learning righteousness, what, what is a stone? A stone is something that has stamina. Praise God. Some, some stones in the middle of the sea, with all the winds on the sea, eh, they've lasted 3,000 years. They have stamina. Praise God. Because it's a stone. It's what it means to be a stone is that you can endure. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So when a man starts learning doctrine, start learning. You might not have started obeying. But by the time you start learning, eh, you are becoming a stone. You are building strength. But that learning has to be tried. Praise God. So 
for you to become precious, they will now try what you are carrying. Praise God. So when they passing a man through fire, eh? when they are passing a man through fire, passing a man through tribulation, they are trying, trying. they are trying you. Mm-hmm. They are trying you. Because there's no trial without carrying. You, you must carry content for you to be tried. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. For you to be tried, you must be carrying a content. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. So when the Bible talks, it talks about a tried stone, eh? it's because he has gone through tribulation and he came out of it still standing. Mm-hmm. When, the man, when you try something, it comes out precious. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. But what makes him to pass through that trial without folly mm-hmm. is because of what he's carrying. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says that every man will try with fire. Do you get what I'm saying? Some fire will destroy. Some they will come out of the fire. Transform. Corinthians, right? Mm-hmm. Aha. Praise God the Lord. So every man will be tried. Mm-hmm. When they say God is a consuming fire, he can do two things. In the book of, um, in the book of uh, Exodus, they were talking it in place of destruction. By the time you get to Hebrews, they were talking about purification. Mm-hmm. You see? Do you get what I'm saying? So it depends on the way you, you your standing is determining what that fire will do to you. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Your standing is what will determine what the fire will do to you. Mm-hmm. If a man is unrighteous, eh, the judgment of that fire is unto damnation. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Jesus Christ said it mm-hmm. in the book of John. That fire is unto damnation. That judgment, judgment of that fire is unto damnation. But a man that is carrying righteousness, that does good, that's what Jesus Christ said in the book of John, chapter 5. He said, unto everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. So the judgment of fire can do two things depending on your standing. So when you put a stone inside that fire, the, the, the quality of that stone, what comes out tells the quality of that stone. Praise God. Yeah. Praise on the Lord. Yeah. Praise on the Lord. Yeah. And everybody, there's always there's a process of trial for everybody. Praise God. Yeah. yeah. When trial comes, there are two things that can happen to your mind. It's either he obeys or he disobeys. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need might like we're praying for. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. How do they pass might to a man? Knowledge is strength. So a man has to feed. Praise God. So when we are praying for might, might will not just come by just anything. Might comes by revelation too. Mm-hmm. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, counsel and might. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So if a man cannot give himself to revelation, he cannot receive might. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, um... um Let's read uh, Romans 6. Romans 6. Um, praise God. Um, uh, let's read from verse 16. Let's read from verse 16. Um, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servant to obey? Praise God. Mm-hmm. His servants ye are ye ye are to whom ye obey. Praise God. Amen. So the war is the war of who you obey. Mm-hmm. So for you to obey, the war is that somebody is talking, another person is talking. Mm-hmm. The one you obey is the one you are serving. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So let's do drama now. 
Jean is there, my wife is here. And somebody is in the middle. My wife, you are not bad. I'm just using an example. <laughs> but she's not saying what is wrong. Jean is saying, Jean is saying what is good. <laughs> Praise God. She's, she's really acting it out. Praise God. Praise God. Now, either you can either you to the other one depending on uh, what you are drawn by. Yes. Praise God. Yes. If a man is embodied by lust, he will yield to the bad one. Mm-hmm. And if a man is embodied by love for God, he will listen to the good one. That's right. Praise yeah. God. Yes. So, you have a question? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm starting to kind of understand something. I want you to just say something. Yeah. So, you know, when it says, um, I lay in Zion, mm-hmm. I lay in Zion, yeah. I said that the content is what helps it to stand. Yeah. So when you are taking all those roots, um, all those what? Those roots, those the roots, the yeah. foundation, Found, yeah, yeah. That, um, because of the content that is in you, also mm-hmm. helps even even when you are tried mm-hmm. as a stone. Yes, it, it still kind of is a stone before it's tried. Mm-hmm. So that's what helps it to also stand. Because if you didn't have even before the trial. Yeah. So yeah. what makes it a stone is I lay in Zion a stone. Because in that scripture, uh, let's quickly go to Isaiah 28. We're talking about precept upon precept, right? Mm-hmm. Line upon line. So you can't be a stone without receiving precept first. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's consolation in this standing because you already, you already have some things. Yes. You, God will not try what somebody has not fed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wants to come and prove what he has put mm-hmm. inside you. Do you get? So a man that is not being fed, he's, just, he's a servant of even he can be born again, but he's serving another, another God. Mm-hmm. Do you get? That's why he's saying that who you obey is him who you are servant to. Do you get what I'm saying? So God will not come and try you eh, if you are not carrying his content. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? If you read first, you will still get to first Peter when you were talking about receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. You will see the process of trial there. Do you get what I'm saying? So is it that the person, the people, the people that don't have that content that can go through the same situation, they will not, they will they will not stand. They will not endure. It's not possible. Yeah. Now, the, God has designed it in a way that everybody will face temptation. Either you are receiving the word or you are not receiving the word. Huh? So you see that in the book of Numbers, they now took this realize, told uh, God told this realize, I took you through the wilderness to see that for you to see that which is in your heart to see if you will obey me. Do you get? Aha. So the reason why they are giving precepts upon precept is that by the time they come and try you, you will have standing. You will stand. Aha. It will not give bring a temptation that you cannot. Yeah, you cannot bear. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Praise God. So, for you, if he allows the temptation to come, he probably has exposed you to a knowledge. But someone that you have not exposed to knowledge, in fact, do they even need to be tempting you? You are, you are a constant yielder to the devil. Praise God. You, can call, you know, people lie a lot. 
they will, they will do something bad, they will say it's a temptation. Mm-hmm. You that you are not feeding, mm-hmm. really, you are not being tempted. Mm-hmm. It's just your nature you are set up. So, some people will say, I'm just struggling with this thing, I'm struggling. You, you are not struggling. <laughs> if, if, for, let, let, I'm, I think I'm explaining, I don't need to go to Isaiah 28 again, but I want to move fast. If I say I'm struggling, that means I'm fighting back. Mm-hmm. Right? I have to be fighting back to be struggling. Yeah. Yes, sir. But you that you are just anytime you take a call like this, you go, ah, you mm-hmm. are not struggling, you like it. Mm-hmm. You are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. That's not a struggle. So it's all that is struggle that God comes to help. Mm-hmm. Not the man that is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will come and convince you this thing you are doing is bad. Mm-hmm. When by the time they start convincing you, then you now start fighting back. Mm-hmm. Then you now say, I'm struggling. Praise God. Because when you meet some young adults, you, I know you. You are not struggling. You like this thing. But we know those that are struggling. <laughs> Praise God. You know, I, you know I, I'm learning. I'm learning. Sometimes, you know, now you have, to, you have to, sometimes you are merciful, sometimes you shock the soul. Sometimes you are, you are a shocker. Uh-huh. So, it depends. So some people I know that I can't really tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. If you tell them, they might go. Mm-hmm. So you just manage them. Mm-hmm. But there are some people, especially we know that they have been exposed to knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You tell them the truth and you move on. Mm-hmm. If they like it, you hear. If they like it, you not hear. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Aha. Uh-huh. So, who do they try? Someone that they can't come and try you if they have not put things inside mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So I lay in Zion a stone. Then they try the stone. When you take a gold through fire, it has to come out precious. Mm-hmm. Praise God, right? Yes, yes. So the reason why they want to try, they are trying you, is for you to become precious. Mm-hmm. To gain more stamina. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Abi, should we just give us read that at twenty eight so that if not look at you as your own Bible? Praise God. <laughs> uh, praise God. And Isaiah twenty eight. Let's um, start from verse nine. Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? You see, hmm? doctrine again. Now, the, when you are reading the Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, I know some people will classify it as Old Testament. No, please let's separate it. Isaiah, all the prophets, Habakkuk, all of them, some whom all the prophets that we don't even like reading. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. They are New Testament enclosed. So don't classify them as Old Testament. Old Testament is uh, if I Old Testament from Old Testament is never from Genesis. It's not even Genesis is not even Old Testament. Genesis is the book of the beginning. So when you are talking about Old Testament, you are talking about Exodus, the Tarotonomy, the Numbers, Leviticus, Judges, Book of Kings, First Chronicles, Second Chronicles. Is it chronicle? Yes, chronicle. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Those are Old Testament because they were running by the law. Praise God. But when you get to Isaiah, I don't even want to classify Psalm as Old Testament because it's highly prophetic. I, I th- it's people that compiled the Bible. It's because the way it was compiled. Do you get what I'm saying? 
and before before and other things that happened before the new what is new testament is after jesus yes, they just so they just clarify anything that came before jesus as old testament do you get what i'm saying but the content is not old testament do you get what i'm saying it's not old testament because it's not the law if you read isaiah now isaiah is talking about what jesus christ in fact the entire isaiah is talking about jesus praise god so, but it's not unveiled. It, it's Jesus Christ that came to review the entire Isaiah. His lifestyle revealed everything that Isaiah was talking about. Praise God. So you can't really... So when people are, are talking, because they don't like something that Isaiah said, they will say, ah, that's Old Testament. No, 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 no. Check the New Testament. They made the reference to Isaiah a lot. Praise God. Aha. So, um... Who shall he teach knowledge, and who shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from milk. Praise God. So for a man to even understand doctrine in the first place, so when you got born again, you can't say the day you got born again, you became a stone. Do you get what I'm saying? Praise God. You, then you can't, the day you got born again, you can't say you are a stone. Praise God. What makes a man a stone is that he's taking doctrine. He's taking teaching. Praise God. Aha. Uh-huh. So, he, he, and drawn from the breast, verse 10, for precept must be upon precepts, precept upon precepts, line upon line, line upon line, year a little and dear a little. That's doctrine, is, that's where they lay doctrine. Praise God. Why is it year a little, dear a little? Number one, it depends on how much you can receive at that moment, and it depends on the need in that season. Praise God. Praise of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's just the way they build a house. You don't put everything at once, Buzza. That house will collapse. Mm-hmm. Praise God. You put some blocks here. So sometimes sometimes you have, you have finished this lintel. Then you come and quickly finish this lintel. Then you put deck. Then you do everything. You don't do everything at once. Mm-hmm. It's just a building. Mm-hmm. Praise of the Lord. But a man must be weaned from milk first. Mm-hmm. What does milk do? Milk of the word is... Um, Faith of in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and love towards the saints. Praise God. Hallelujah. Faith in the Lord Jesus and love towards the saints. Mm-hmm. So you can believe God for anything. Mm-hmm. Now, what that does is that it helps you to build trust mm-hmm. in God. It doesn't really mean that you have really, really changed that much. Mm-hmm. It does because check it in the uh, in the in the realm of milk. Many times, what we ask for are canon needs. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that we have become spiritual, okay. but because God wants to build trust, He feeds you with milk and permits a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you know, I said even that milk, they must be drawn from the breast. Mm-hmm. And but the problem is that many of us, that breast, we like it. Mm-hmm. Praise God, babies, they like ah, to win a baby from breast, it might take a while. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Number one, they find comfort there. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Aha. Mm-hmm. So you see, it might take a while to wean a baby away from there. Sometimes, even to wean a baby, you start feeding him solid. Mm-hmm. Then you give him breast again. A time will now come, you now reduce the breast mm-hmm. and continue with solid. Then a time comes, you stop the breast and now continue giving the solid. Mm-hmm. You see our Christian journey, sometimes that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't just introduce you to Christ, boom, like that. Sometimes they will introduce you to milk again, praise God. Then you will come back to doctrine again. Doctrine. Then sometimes they will come and feed you with milk again. Then you come back, a time will now come, they will not tell you you have grown now. 
that if you you can put milk to use, but it doesn't mean that you're not gonna be feeding twenty four seven on it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Praise God. So you now said uh verse twelve now said to whom shall uh shall the rest therein that may cause the will to rest that uh, refreshing yes they would not hear but the word of the lord was upon precept upon precepts precept upon precept line upon line yeah a little a little and uh, yeah a little that they might go and fall backward and be broken mm-hmm. and snared and taken mm-hmm. praise god so doctrine is one that make you a captive praise god like i said from the beginning when they say a man is snared and broken, he has lost his own strength. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Please don't sleep on me. It's because I'm teaching today now. Uh, please. Praise God. Praise not the Lord. You know, when you are teaching sometimes, you have to, people have to really, really pay attention. Praise God. Please pay attention tonight. You might not, yeah. Verse, Wherefore, yet the word of the Lord is men that rule the people which is in Jerusalem. Because ye have said ye have made a covenant with death and with hell, are we at agreement? Praise God. So what doctrine is going to destroy? These are the things that doctrine will destroy. Praise God. The covenants and agreements you have made. I'm still going there. Praise God. So every single human being has made covenants and made agreements. The lifestyle we live is an agreement. Praise God. Every single lifestyle. Because you can't, you can't do something without agreeing with the thoughts. Every action we take, the thought came. Then we agreed with the thoughts. What is temptation? The devil puts a thought in somebody's mind. You agree with it and you carry it out. Then you say you have sinned. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So when they say covenant and um, agreement, many thoughts that make you sin are thoughts from hell. Mm-hmm. Many times we don't... We, because they are so pleasurable, it doesn't sound like hell thoughts. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But actually, no matter how pleasurable it is, that thought is from hell. But a man cannot even discern it if doctrine has not been laid. Praise God. Because why did I say? I said doctrine is the wisdom of Christ. Praise God. Every single doctrine is wisdom. So is either a man has been raised by the wisdom of Christ or by another wisdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you say, when the Bible says that um, um, uh, we have made covenant with death and with hell, are we at agreement? When overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. So everything that the devil teaches is falsehood. The wisdom of this world is called falsehood. Everything is a lie. But yeah. we have a man that has not, that Christ has not revealed himself to, does not know any, any other knowledge than the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like falsehood to him. Mm-hmm. So he runs by it and it has become a refuge to him. Mm-hmm. If you come and tell him that that knowledge you are, that wisdom you are running your life by is wrong, is as if you are making him vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because he has found safety in that wisdom. Yeah. That's why every Christian must be ready to be vulnerable to learn doctrine. Mm-hmm. You must many times you must put yourself in a position that looks unsafe. And that's why that's one of the essence of the milk of the world. 
that you have learned trust in the past. So that when you put yourself in that position that looks unsafe, because of the new wisdom you are trying to, you are, you are coming into, eh? you trust that God will keep you. Because over time, because you have stayed on the milk for a while, God has been a provider. God has been a protector. He has been a God that answers by fire. Do you get what I'm saying? So when the wisdom, when the wisdom that contradicts the wisdom you have always been used to comes, eh? you can, it's, it's okay for you to be vulnerable. Praise God. You are okay being vulnerable because you trust the God that is bringing that wisdom. Do you, am, I, am I passing knowledge? Am I reaching out to people? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's one of the essence of milk of the word. This God that did not fail you in the past. Mm-hmm. Let me put him to trial. Mm-hmm. When he's bringing this wisdom, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Because he has not failed you in the past. That's one thing that milk of the word does. So when we say that, sometimes just quickly go back to it and refresh yourself in it. It's because you need to rebuild that trust sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we forget how trustworthy God is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget how faithful he is. Yes. Sometimes we do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget how faithful he is. That's why we doubt doctrine. Because once doctrine comes, you first thing is your vulnerability is painted before you. You look vulnerable. You look unsafe. Because you're about to let go of what has always you've already used to shield yourself. You're about to let it go, and it's okay. Praise God. Do you know that it takes a meek man to be vulnerable? Aha. That's why I said I've come to preach good tidings to the meek. There's no way a man that is not meek can be vulnerable. Vulnerable to who? A man that is not meek will fight back. <laughs> Tooth and nail. Praise God. Meekness is not just something that um, God will just walk inside you. Sometimes you need to pray for it. That God make me meek. For, for you to submit to even a man of God. It takes meekness. Mm-hmm. I told you, I faced something when I was younger. The pastor that um, was my pastor, that we, God usually used to bless me, I owe a lot to him. Pastor, you are journey. He was just three years older than me. Submission was so difficult for me because I just felt like this guy, his classmates are him, his mates are in my class. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching them, I'm teaching them chemistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so why will you come and be laying hands on me mm-hmm. and be telling me what to do I will have problems with you I will come and tell mm-hmm. and you tell me what to do and I will go and do it mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me mm-hmm. but it took it took meekness mm-hmm. for me to get to that point that I said you know what this is the pastor God has put me under I have to listen every single time I'm around him I remember that this guy is just, uh, just three years older than me mm-hmm. it crosses my mind mm-hmm. now you have to beat that I have to beat the thoughts down Every single time, so that I can submit properly. Mm. Thank God I did. Mm. Thank God I did. Many impartations, many graces mm. that is operating right now, many of them I got it from him. Mm. It just trickled down. When I say church, that church where you know move of the spirit, it's just normal, it's like cake. There's just move of the street everywhere. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just it's just a normality. Every Sunday you are expecting it. Mm. Holy Ghost bubble. We just enjoy it. 
by just just by just submitting under him. So it takes meekness for submission too. Mm-hmm. You must be meek. Praise God. Amen. Aha, you must be meek. So what doctrine comes? First thing is that because we have been run by a wisdom before and we have used that wisdom, those every single wisdom that is brought to us, once we put it to use, we are cutting a covenant we just don't know. Because when you put a wisdom to use, what you are telling yourself that is that if this thing works out, this is what I will always live by. Mm-hmm. When you say I will always live by this thing, you have just cut a covenant. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Once you come to that point that you commit yourself to a wisdom and you put it to use over time, you have cut a covenant. Mm-hmm. It, you, that covenant will only, always hold you responsible. Mm-hmm. That's why it is hard to break away from high doors. Mm-hmm. Because the high door, first thing, once light comes and it exposes the high door, first thing the high door will paint before your eye is how unsafe you are going to be mm-hmm. if you let him go. He will tell you how much you need him. Mm-hmm. So it takes a man trusting the wisdom of Christ. It will take a trust in the wisdom of Christ to hold on to that wisdom that is coming. Because that's actually a foreign wisdom. Even though it's the proper wisdom. Wisdom of Christ looks foreign at the moment time you receive it. Mm-hmm. But that's the real wisdom. Mm-hmm. But it looks foreign. So for you to receive a, that thing that looks foreign, that wisdom that looks foreign, you must be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's why every single um, Christian must learn to be vulnerable. And it takes meekness to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Because at the beginning, when you receive the wisdom of Christ, it looks unsafe. Mm-hmm. Because it's not something you are used to. Because we have found refuge in another wisdom. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So, verse 16, I said, Therefore, saith the Lord, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. Now, a stone is a man that has received precept upon precept, mm-hmm. line upon line. He's already guarding his strength. But they need to come and try him to be stable. Mm-hmm. Praise God. How many of you know graphite? Graphite is a carbon, right? When you throw it on the floor, it can scatter. Yeah. But pass it through the furnace, you think it's a diamond. Mm-hmm. So when they sell fake diamonds sometimes, mm-hmm. it's actually graphite that they pass through fire. It's almost as hard mm-hmm. as a diamond. Praise God. What you can use to differentiate is the instrument you use to check the carbon bonds. You know the difference in the carbon bonds that did it. Then you cannot tell that this was not diamond. Sometimes it can be almost as shiny as diamond. But that's graphite. Praise God. If we are evil now, we just got carried that far. Wisdom. Come on. Pastor James, you broke your voice. Praise God. Because it's pure carbon. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Praise God. So. Stone, tried stone. Mm-hmm. Then 
you, tr- you are trying to become precious. Mm. So Christ, tried Christ, Christ. Yeah. in precious, in Christ. precious Christ. Christ. Praise God. So Christ must be tried to become precious. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Throughout this year, we'll be emphasizing so much on Christ. Mm. You know why? Yeah. Because Christ is our sanctification. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Romans chapter six. I don't want to jump the gun. I want to. I want God to lay this thing properly so that uh, many questions will be answered. Praise God. Praise God, the Lord. I'll read. Um, thank you, Jesus. Verse 16 again. Know ye not. Verse 16 again. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servant to obey is servant ye so whom ye obey. Whether of sin unto death. Praise God. Praise God. Whether so for you to obey somebody, you must be talking to you. Right? Praise God. Uh-huh. So, whether of sin. So, when a man obeys sin, what the end point is going to get is death. Death is separation from God. So, the day you got born again, as beautiful as uh, new birth is, which is extremely powerful, eh? mm-hmm. devil does not give up there. Mm-hmm. Because he even knows that that anointing inside you, you can use it. Mm-hmm. For his own purpose, mm-hmm. so he doesn't give up. He's looking for how can I put this thing that he has received into you. Mm-hmm. So you, when you, so that's why some ministers of gospel have become monsters. Mm-hmm. Praise God! I'm sorry to say, mm-hmm. because they yield to the wisdom of this world, even though they are carrying Christ in their spirit mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That's wickedness, mm-hmm. because they are still serving self. Mm-hmm. Self. Mm-hmm. What doctrine comes to do is that it destroys self. Mm-hmm. The problem of man is self. Praise God. The problem of man is self. And that's what the devil, that's what failed the devil. Self. Praise God. Um, Whether sin unto death or of obedience unto what? Righteousness. So when you say a righteous man, mm-hmm. is a man that has obeyed the doctrine of Christ over time. Is when you say a righteous man that God really recognizes as righteousness. I'm talking about the man that confesses righteousness. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I'm talking about a man that Bible will say, "Have you seen Job? He's a righteous man." Mm-hmm. Or have you seen Have you seen Noah? And Noah was righteous before God in his days. Mm-hmm. It's not because he was confessing it; he was living it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. He was living it. So, for a man to be called righteous in this stature, he has obeyed doctrine. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 17, But God pretends that you were the servant of sin. Praise God. Let's, verse 17, let's read it. But God pretend that ye were the servant of sins, of sin, but ye obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine. So the way they disengage us from sin, 
is by obedience to doctrine. In other words, we have been given to sin mm-hmm. as servants. That means we have allegiance to sin. Mm-hmm. When you say somebody is, is a servant of something, he has allegiance to that thing. Mm-hmm. He's a servant to it. So, naturally, in the past, we were servants to sin. Because by nature, we are obeying sin. Mm-hmm. So, the way they break us away from that allegiance is by presenting another doctrine to us. Mm-hmm. And when they present another doctrine to us and we obey it, he now said, that, that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. You see? But ye, verse 17, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered mm-hmm. you. So you didn't have it before. Mm-hmm. They had to deliver it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were obeying sin before, that means sin has its own doctrine mm-hmm. and its own knowledge, its own wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that wisdom is what we were obeying. Mm-hmm. That's how we became servant to sin. Mm-hmm. Now, another wisdom came which is the doctrine of Christ, mm-hmm. they delivered it unto us. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. As they delivered it unto us, eh, we obeyed it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, verse 18. Being then made free from sin. Verse 18. Let's look at it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Being then what? Made free from, made free from sin. Mm-hmm. Ye became the servant of what? Righteousness. Righteousness. Praise God. How did he become servants of righteousness? Mm-hmm. By being made free from sin. Mm-hmm. By obeying the doctrine mm-hmm. that was delivered to us. Now, the doctrine that was delivered is the doctrine of Christ. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So, we all understand that Christ is a wisdom. Mm-hmm. Every, every human being is a body, an embodiment of wisdom. Is that the wisdom of this world mm-hmm. or the wisdom of Christ? And some of, some of us carry the truth. Mm-hmm. We have been delivered from one mm-hmm. and we have been enslaved to the other. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. We will be enslaved to the doctrine of Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's the end goal. That's the first job of a man. That's the first attainment of a man mm-hmm. that God wants, is looking for. You know, first Adam. Mm-hmm. When you say first Adam, First Adam is a man that, has been, that did not carry sin. Praise God. So for a man to first, that first Adam that was called a living soul. Praise God. So for a man to even become what they even call a living soul. That's Christ being formed in him first. What is living soul? Living soul is a soul that can respond to God without limitation. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Living soul is a holy soul. Without holiness, no man shall see God. A soul that is holy is a living soul. That means the only person it can respond to is God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Living soul. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, they didn't just leave Jesus Christ as a living soul. They also made him a quickening spirit. Because that living soul fell. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Adam was a living soul. But he fell. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Adam was a living soul, but he fell. 
So obviously, they can't just leave Jesus Christ on living soul alone. So they raised him and made him quickening spirit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. But we are talking about righteous man or godly man right now. Is a godly man that can see God, who is eternal God. Praise God. The reason why Adam could relate with God the way he was relating with God is because he didn't have sin inside him. What drew us far from that kind of fellowship is sin. Praise God. Amen. So the first job God wants to do before even the, before the, before that kind of fellowship is restored is to first remove sin. Okay. But what God is looking for, eh? Is a man that can fellowship with him that he can pour his content in. Praise God. So Christ, let me use for uh, lack of word, Christ is like a formula mm-hmm. for purging a man. Mm-hmm. Eh? Before he can now carry God. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Right. So when we are quoting scripture, we are saying God lives inside of me, Holy Ghost lives inside of me, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost live inside of me. Let's arrange it properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scripture is even very clear. It's just that we don't like mm-hmm. those scriptures. Ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Corinthians says that. But the Christian says, ye have been built. Mm-hmm. Fitly together. Mm-hmm. Eh? Temple, for the Lord. temple for God. Mm-hmm. Right? For the Lord, then the second one. For yeah, for God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. Let's look at it. Yeah. We have no look at it. Not. We are quoting something and mm-hmm. quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it. It's chapter 3. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Yeah. Verse 22. Chapter 2, verse 22 says, In whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Why are you built? For. Praise God. Let's read from verse 21. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto holy temple in the Lord. Praise God. Mm-hmm. In whom ye also are builded together. Praise God. Building is not one day. Mm-hmm. And only an habitation for an habitation of God. Mm-hmm. Through the word spirit. That spirit mm-hmm. is capital letter. So Holy Ghost came inside of us to come and build us to become a house of God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Oh, is yes not capital letter? Yeah, it's, it's capital. I don't want to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So Holy Ghost came inside us to build us to be an habitation for God. So when they say sure foundation, that's the foundation that God can stand on. Yeah. Any other foundation is to collapse. Mm-hmm. So when they say something, that foundation is sure. No, when God lands on it, mm-hmm. it's still has stamina. Yeah, stamina. So the only foundation that is sure is Zion. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if you see the uh, New Jerusalem. Where did you rest on? On the mount. Aha. Mountain. Praise God. It's upon a mountain. Aha. That mountain is stone mm-hmm. that has been well built. Okay. If you go and rest on Everest, oh, Mount Sinai, 
Mausla is gone. Mm-hmm. Praise mm-hmm. God. It can't rest on any other mountain. Mm-hmm. Is Zion. Mm-hmm. So I lay in Zion. Zion. A stone. Mm-hmm. A dry stone. Mm-hmm. Precious stone. Sure mm-hmm. foundation. Mm-hmm. When a man becomes sure, God rests mm-hmm. on him. His eternal life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I passing a message this evening? Yes, sir. God will paint this thing in our eyes so much that we will die to every other ambition. Mm-hmm. Like this afternoon, I was thinking of, ah, you know, sometimes your man, like, as a guy, you know, you want yeah, to take care of your family, so the calculations start coming. And as some ideas are coming, and I see how it's disturbing uh, conformity. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing them out, out the window. Mm-hmm. As another idea comes, as beautiful as they look, this one will disturb conformity. Mm-hmm. Throw it out of the window. Mm-hmm. That's where it should be. It's discernment. You mm-hmm. will know. Conform to the image of the sun. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Because the real destiny is to conform to the image of the sun. So anything that disturbs that thing, you can discern it. You will see the restriction in your spirit, man. It's always there. You will sense it. It's just that some of them look so beautiful, you will start managing it. You start managing it. It's not that difficult. It's so I can do it. That I will still, early in the morning, before I go out, I will read my Bible. I'm actually out. <laughs> I will read my Bible. By the time I come back, and throughout, I will listen to messages. Don't worry. These are the words I find in my heart. Yes, sir. Then I will listen to messages. But I know there's something behind me that this thing will stop Disturb you. you. And please don't be afraid. Some people you might sometimes for a season in your life might be classified lazy when you are not picking up some things, some doors that are opening to you. Mm. Please. You either you can be classified lazy for a while and get it right. Mm-hmm. Then because you, you don't want to be classified as being lazy, then you pick up any anything that comes any, just anything that comes your way. Mm. No, don't do it. Praise God. Mm. Let me use my sister only as an example here. Praise God. I didn't know you could hear me. Praise God. You know, when she first got to Canada, there were few opportunities here and there, but she waited. She waited. But she obeyed. Praise God. Praise God. She obeyed. Even though it was a struggle, it was obvious that it was a struggle at the beginning. But she obeyed. And sometimes I look at how. God is opening doors around her. Mm-hmm. Imagine you, she just, one will just rebelled against some of those things. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm saying? So sometimes, something might be telling you that you are wasting your life. But don't worry. Mm-hmm. Is it the Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. Are you convinced that it's the Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. Stay there. That process of you going against fears. Hmm. Fears and contradiction, you are becoming a stone. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. That process of going against contradiction, mm-hmm. you are becoming a stone. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise all the Lord. Hallelujah. You are actually becoming a stone. The reason why it's a contradiction is because there's an inherent wisdom there. Mm. That is telling you that this wisdom that is coming 
is not good for you. Now, worrying without wisdom is what makes you a stone. So actually, what you are worrying with is what is inside. Even if somebody is the one talking to you, it's just triggering a thought. It's just triggering what? A thought inside that you now have to war with. Praise God. And if you have to avoid some people to protect your heart, please avoid them. No offense. Avoid them. Because there are some people, their mouth is, is so anointed. Mm-hmm. By the time they don't talk to you, do you know you become ha? Mm-hmm. You go and arrange your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 then, ah, I won't lie to you. I listen to one minister of the gospel. I'm not going to mention it. By the time I finish listening to the person, ah, Again. by the time you get home, you start thinking about your life. That no, I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm supposed to have gone ahead more than this. No, there's more inside me. <laughs> And you will quote scripture with it. Yes. And those people, they are treating sincerely. Yes. Sincerely. Yes. Do you know that same message will have triggered some other people mm-hmm. in that place and triggered them into God? Mm-hmm. Yes. But you, yes. because of your formation, yes. that message was not really for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you have to war with it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, if you, when you overcome that war, you have become stony again. Mm. You build stamina. Mm. That is might. Praise God. Mm. Praise the Lord. Mm. So when they bring doctrine to us, they are bringing a formula that contradicts the initial formation. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm. Like I said, the reason why Adam could relate to God the way he was related with God. He didn't have sin inside him. Mm-hmm. But he was tempted and he fell. So, when the second Adam came, that same temptation, just in different manner, they mm. brought it to the second Adam. Mm. But the second Adam had learned from the first one. He had learned from the first one. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so fortunate. <laughs> what, was for, what was one of those temptations? Glory of this world. Mm. That was a high temptation. Mm-hmm. If they bring that one to me right now, you will not see a life meeting again. Because I've not even reached. I've not reached precious. <laughs> maybe I'm a, maybe I'm still stone. Maybe I've never tried me. It's not that I think I'm trying. Have been tried it. <laughs> Praise God. So, in the breeze of temptation, my way, even some of Paul's temptation. Perry. Perry. In, in, in shipwrecks. Shipwreck? In hunger. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, there was a time, so there was a time in the scripture that, um, sometimes, when you do research, sometimes, so research always. You know, when I was reading uh, in fasting and this and that, I thought, ah, yeah. Paul was fasting because he needed to meet out of God. Mm-hmm. Then you now read research, you now realize that Paul didn't have food. <laughs> that was his fast. I said, ah! <laughs> and, no, no, it, Paul was a strong man. There are some areas in the book of Philippians, it looks like Paul was rich. Paul, 
by the time you now move further to maybe um after Philippians, what's the game? Colossians, hey, Colossians, Thessalonians. Is it Thessalonians that now became tenth meter? Mm. I was not wondering what happened to what he had in Philippians. He didn't invest. It looked like it looked as if he had. <laughs> Was even telling, was even telling them uh, in abundance. I can, I've learned to abound, I've learned to abase. Uh, I can do all things. Oh my God, so my God, God will supply all my needs. My God will supply all my needs. You know, that was a man that there was confidence somewhere that correct. This one, you know, he was talking like someone that that was okay, you know. But by the time I was getting to Thessalonians, they were saying that uh, we served like Eko and worked among you, could have depended on you, mm. but we had to work and work for our own to feed ourselves. I said, mm. hey. mm. He was a strong man. Mm. That's why, no matter how much money you have, don't even, don't even look at it. I'm not saying you should waste money, mm. but don't look at it as a safety. As a safety. Mm. It can go. Yeah. It's not a safety. At all. Don't even look at like safety. It can anytime it can go. Mm. I remember when um, I before I got married, you know, leaving your mother and not paying rent, you know, you some money here and there, you, you know, first even planning wedding, the money and bank account dried up. <laughs> you started all over Sometimes you just tell you to come and give. Yeah. By the time you tell you to give, chunk has gone. Mm-hmm. You said you asked your wife. Sometimes you know there's some money that you have saved. Eh? When you go ask you to give, 
Just look at the money like that that you gave. You just ask if you have a need. Mm-hmm. Don't spend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the money that you made there is not that reasonable again. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 oh. Oh, Praise God. It's like we experience that is many seasons in our life, right? It's a common thing in our life. Praise God. Praise God. I'm just saying this so that you will not think we are not living the the message. You will see if we are telling you that this is how it runs, it's not because we are talking theory. No, this is not theory. This is a lifestyle that God has helped us to live. Be very sincere. Sometimes it's not that we have money. Well, just live by faith. You just know that the needs will be met. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a yeah. comment. So does that mean that those that no, this is not for myself because yeah. I'm learning this already. So does that mean that those that like they they depend on their paycheck and like they schedule money and they arrange their things, everything? Does that mean they don't have faith in God? Because no, no, it's not that. Okay. It's not that. It's not that you don't have faith because even God will teach you how to save. Yes. You know, I said, I said, you're saying we see. Yes, sir. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking. You've... No, no, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Different from. Yeah, yeah. You, yes. But, you know, this thing is a heart disposition. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are saving to find safety in the money they are saving. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you, so, there's different between saving out of wisdom and saving out of fear. I was listening to uh, many in business in New York Living one day, and Pastor Thompson was saying that the reason why you save majorly is to have something to give. Okay. Now, then, thank God we have grown now. Then, that thing was difficult for me to receive, to, to handle. That all the money I'm saving <laughs> is to always have something to give. <laughs> that that's the hard disposition you should have. You should have. That let it be at the back of your mind some way that God is the one that provides for you. So any money you have accumulated is to always have something to give. Just have that. It's just a hard. It's just a hard disposition. You know, at the end of the day, it's not everything they will tell you to give many yes, times. Yeah, yeah. Do you get? Yeah, yeah. But it's a way you don't find safety in that money. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard disposition that will not make you find safety in the money. Mm-hmm. I'm, let's be sincere with ourselves. How many of us have some kind of peace with the money in the bank account? How many of us? <laughs> Everybody, nobody is talking. Yeah. <laughs> we are all guilty. <laughs> Praise God. So somewhere there's a form of there's a little safety somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't even have much. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. But there's a little you know, there's just the way if if cash is point now, you know, you have something to spend. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Something like that. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's just that peace that comes. You know, you're not believing God that if cash is spoil, maybe God will find solution. Mm-hmm. It's not really, you just believe that okay, you have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So there's a way you find safety in the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. Praise God. We just put safety in it. You have found refuge in it. You have found safety in it. 
Praise God. Aha. Praise God. So, second Adam has learned. That's Jesus Christ. From the first Adam, what he fell from. So when they brought that same temptation to him, he had an answer. Praise God. He had an answer, so he didn't fall. The reason, he didn't have sin inside him. But the reason why they are bringing temptation is because they know that they, can, they still can, he can fall. They know he can fall. That's why they brought temptation. But he didn't have sin inside him. So, when Christ is already formed in the man, it doesn't mean that he will stop tempt- tempting the man. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. It doesn't mean that he will stop tempting that man. Mm-hmm. Because John said it in Second John. He said, be careful not to lose that which you have wrought inside you. Mm-hmm. Because what they have wrought, you can lose it. Mm-hmm. A man has to get to that point where he cannot lose it. Mm-hmm. That's the realm of eternal doctrine, mm-hmm. which is everlasting doctrine mm-hmm. or incorruptible doctrine. Mm-hmm. All that Christ has formed, all that Christ is, they will now seal it up to make it incorruptible. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise not the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Peter. Praise God. Yes, chapter 1, verse 1. I will read a, a little long. Praise God. So, like I said, there's a fellowship God is looking for, but man cannot come to that fellowship eh, without being purified because blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Now, Jesus Christ said, no man has seen God. He said, the Son of Man who came from heaven, right? Mm-hmm. But if you check Moses, they said, Moses was talking to God face to face. And Ezekiel, chapter 1, they said, Ezekiel saw God on the throne. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ said it. He said, no man has seen God. So what does it mean to see God? Jeannie, say something. I want you to. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? <laughs> Praise God. Don't be afraid. Sweetheart, what, what do you think it means to see God? Because Moses saw God. The Bible says that he was talking to God face to face. He said Ezekiel saw God on the throne. So, like, there's that part, but there's also the part that says when he was asking, I want to see your face. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot see. You cannot see. see, That's 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 why this question is there. What does it mean to see God? When you see God, it means that you understand Him. That's why Jesus God said, "No man shall see me and live." Moses wasn't just asking. Moses wasn't just asking to see God as a shape. He said, "Show me your glory." He was asking for an understanding of His presence. He said, "Nobody sees me and live and stay and be alive, like be your, be your normal self. Your everything about you will go. Your person, your will. Yeah, your will. All your will will go." <laughs> I'll teach you for another I'll teach you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So, when a man sees God, eh? when a man sees God, the only person that has seen God, he says the Son of Man that has come from heaven. The reason why Jesus can be called God is because he has seen all of God. 
So when the same man become has come to the image of the son, it's because he has an understanding of the Godhead has come to him. So that man, eh, Paul, so you see, that man is no longer living, really, really. Because he has come to a place where he has lost himself, he's now in God. God, God has consumed him. Do you understand me? Just, I'm still explaining. So when he say, no man shall see me and leave. God has taken over him. That's just the interpretation of that scripture. He's no longer the one living again. He's not using his own thoughts to think. He's not using anything. God has consumed him completely. Can I just quickly just make it? So imagine if, you know how this James has his behavior, mm. his person, what he wants to do, what mm. he wants to achieve. Imagine if I lay all of that down and Femi has his behavior, his, you know, what he wants to achieve, his character, his personality, his will. I now take up Femi'son and that's what I'm living. And it will still be this vessel, but what is living is what Femi wants, yeah. his will. It's yeah. how he thinks. Yeah. How he wake up and brush his teeth, the way he will do it. That's what I'm now doing. Exactly. So it's family that is living through me. Yeah. Everything that I ever wanted, I laid it down. So your life really is your ambitions, your will, your intent. Those things, your thoughts. Those are your life. When you lay all those things down and allow God, God to flow through, flow through you. That is, no one can see me and leave. You can't have that understanding of me like that. I'm still living your own life. Living your own life. L-I-V-E. L-I-V-E. Yes. So it was spelling that was the problem. Wow. Praise God. So no man sees me and leave. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my King. Thank you, my Lord. So, so, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, um, no man has seen God. Eh? Except the Son of Man that came from heaven. The reason why, so what it means to see God is to comprehend all that He is. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, for, you now said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So, what God really wants is that man will take all that He is. But His man is not capable of taking it because of the impurity that he's carrying. So a man has to be sanctified for by Christ. Mm-hmm. Who is our sanctification? Christ takes out the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. Because what really makes a man impure is the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. So the wisdom of Christ mm-hmm. is what that wisdom is the wisdom that can interpret God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That wisdom is the wisdom that when he sees God, he can interpret him. Mm-hmm. So they have to first debunk all the wisdom of this world from inside us. Mm-hmm. So when they say a pure man, a pure man is not because he's not fornicating. It's not because he's not stealing. Mm-hmm. A pure man is the one that has been devoid of the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. That's why it takes a lot, it takes a lot of fight 
to be purified from this world. Mm-hmm. When you say man has overcome the world, the wisdom of this world has nothing on him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it. The first Peter chapter one verse is it um first Peter is it Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Britannia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God and the Father, true sanctification of the Spirit. Praise God. So, how do they elect? By sanctification of the Spirit. So, how do they choose a man? Many are called, few are chosen. Mm -hmm. The man that has been sanctified is the one that has been chosen. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Mm -hmm. That Spirit there is capital letter. Mm -hmm. So, Holy Ghost sanctifies a man. Mm -hmm. Praise God. To make him an elect. Mm Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. For knowledge of God, the Father, true sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and speaking of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you be multiplied, and peace be multiplied. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to the abundant mercy had begotten us into a what? Livelihood. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. To an inheritance. What? Incor- what is the incorruptible inheritance? That's eternal life. Praise God. That's um, everlasting life. Praise God. The knowledge of eternal life is everlasting life. Praise God. Check the Greek word. There's a difference there. They put difference there. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefined, that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God, true faith unto south, unto what? True faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in last time, when you greatly rejoice, true though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness. Praise God. Now, the reason why is God, this God, this inheritance, something is happening to them. They say you are in heaviness right now. True manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith be much more precious than gold that perisheth. Though it be tried through fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Colon. Whom having not seen, ye love. A whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with your joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. Huh? What is the end of the faith? The salvation of the soul. Verse 10. Of which the salvation the prophet have inquired, set diligence, would prophesy by the grace that should come unto you. Searching what? Or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should should follow. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. So, where, where am I going here? The inheritance was incorruptible. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Yeah. Inheritance is what? Incorruptible. Now, let me give you an example. If you have somebody that you know that the thought in him is evil, can you commit inheritance to that person's hand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So first, the Bible says you have to sanctify the man mm-hmm. by this, mm-hmm. by the Spirit, mm-hmm. so that it can be trustworthy for them to start committing mm-hmm. inheritance mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But the sanctification is to an inheritance in mm-hmm. to 
Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that he has had it immediately. But the reason why they are sanctified is that they want to commit something to your heart. Mm-hmm. It's called an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we are talking about uh, overcome the world, mm-hmm. uh, let the world in you uh, love not the world, is because there's an inheritance. There's something the Lord has for us. Mm-hmm. There's a there's, 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 there's something so precious. May God reveal the preciousness of this thing to mm-hmm. us. The reason why we are not taking sanctification serious mm-hmm. is because we are not seeing the inheritance. inheritance yeah. And devil is so wise. It makes the inheritance look so foolish. Mm-hmm. That even when you imagine I go to work today and I tell you that what I'm working for is an inheritance in corruptible. You just call my boss. This girl, he has a problem. The reason is because that knowledge has been lost for ages. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. mm. The knowledge has been lost for ages. Mm. So people that are even coming into the knowledge right now look like cavemen. Mm. You say man is caveman, mm-hmm. man is a cake. Mm-hmm. That you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It looks mad. Mm-hmm. It's even worse than old school. Mm-hmm. Old school is not caveman. Mm-hmm. Caveman is worse. Mm-hmm. You know that has been lost. It's an ancient knowledge mm-hmm. that God is bringing back. I'm even shocked that God is bringing to our generation. Because you know what? My own generation, I don't know if I'm judging our generation. But our generation looks like one of the most useless out of the generation we have seen. I'm actually out. I've never seen a generation that is as rebellious as this. Yeah. In the past, people obeyed their elders. Mm, our generation so, is so hard to so obey bold. elders. Yeah. Our generation is so bold. Praise God. No, I'm not sure. No, my generation. Which one are you talking about? This one? This current generation? Plus my own. Plus the current generation Z. Everybody, we are all together. Oh. It's the same wisdom we are all dancing with. We are all working with. We are. This is just. This is just thumbs up. Praise God. Praise God. We are so rebellious. Yeah. But God is still committing everlasting knowledge into our heart. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in Him. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. And for them to be giving you the knowledge, it means that they're ready to commit it to your hand. What kind of knowledge? What kind of what kind of God is this? The worst of all is one you trust the most. Mm-hmm. Is the knowledge of eternal life. So everlasting life is my eternal life. Is um what they teach you for you to receive eternal life. So what is eternal life? That they might know the only true God and the Son Jesus Christ. So it's a knowledge too. Yeah. Yes. You know how you know how sometimes the Bible can say beginning and ending yeah. in the sense that like everything, for example, let's say Let's just say a, a cat comes in. The cat has a head, has a tail, yeah. and has an end. Everlasting life is like the first portion. Is eternal life coming to you? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what you the journey of a journey that at the end you will have eternal life. Mm-hmm. So you can almost say it's an eternal life. It's, yeah. a, it's a dimension of eternal life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what they separated the meaning. So God gave the son so that we will know the beginning of eternal life. So that we will know the knowledge of. No, 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 no. It's not what you're. What I'm saying is that. Let me, let me, let me. I want us to understand it because it's a very vital thing. Um, and because you, if you don't fully understand it now, it doesn't mean that you won't understand. You won't understand it. Please, yeah. Please, yeah. Please. So give me room to teach. Praise God. If I want to give you something. I will first explain the thing to you. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you that explanation I first gave you eh, is the knowledge of what I want to give you mm-hmm. so that you can handle it properly. Uh-huh. Aha. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So whoever believeth in him mm-hmm. shall not perish but have mm-hmm. everlasting mm-hmm. life. That's the knowledge of when you say eternal life, eternal life is God Himself. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the only true God and eternal life. That's God Himself. But there's a there's a way he dispenses himself out oh, yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Over time, mm-hmm. <laughs> before he now becomes fully by himself and gives himself wholly to you, that knowledge is dispensing to you over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So that now, when by the time he gives you that knowledge, he can come to you and he can trust you. Mm-hmm. That knowledge is called everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's why he said, "This is eternal life mm-hmm. that they might know." The only true God and His Son Jesus Christ that He sent. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. The content of eternal life is everlasting life. Thank you very much. I like the scientist. <laughs> the content of eternal life is everlasting life. Praise God. So that's why they separated it. Like separate In that scripture, they said, um, if you check the, uh, the scripture, they, they put eternal life and they put everlasting life in the, in the, in the, next, in the next one. Life. Let's quickly read it. John chapter, John 3. John 3. I'll close now, please. You know, today, eh, teaching. <laughs> uh, you have to teach well. Praise God. 15 says, Whoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. They separated it well. Praise God. Praise God. Why did they use eternal life for the two? Because they have slightly have different meaning. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. Yeah, they slightly have different meaning. I will explain when you see me after. Praise God. <laughs> It's hard to agree that they mean different things. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They are very similar. Because of how similar they are, yeah. it's hard to agree that they mean slightly different things. Can I just say something? Imagine like the sun, right? When you, when you see the sun come down here, it just looks like one ball of light. But when you get closer, scientists will say that there's a black hole inside that sun. So it means that there's a core that is thicker than the outside gas that is uh, releasing us light. Or like a light bulb. You know, there's a light, there's a source from where the light is coming from, but there's the bulb itself that looks like the light. So it, everlasting life is like the shell of eternal life. Uh-huh. 
is like the, the shell. You must pass through, you must understand the shell for the eternal life to be yours. I mean, it's, it's what, without the knowledge called everlasting life, you cannot handle eternal life. Yeah. Which is yeah. God. You can't handle Him without His knowledge. His knowledge. Yeah. Now, but you can't see His knowledge unless you have been purged of the wisdom of this world. Mm. Praise God. Is the knowledge of Christ that can actually de- everlasting life is a mystery. Mm-hmm. The only knowledge that can demystify everlasting life is the knowledge of Christ. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So that's why Colossians chapter two says that the mystery yes. of Christ, Christ mystery Father, of the Father, and the mystery of God, they separated it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise of the Lord. So uh, th- th- those things are life, everlasting life, and, and eternal, eternal life. life. Praise God. Yes. 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 It's, it's, in it's in the Bible. Yeah. Let's open it. Colossians. I even thought it would be harder than this. <laughs> Praise God. Um, please. This is scripture. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. This is scripture. And if you doubt it and you don't want to accept it, eh? Be sincere. No, no, no. Be sincere with your heart, that you are not using analysis of your brain to de- to separate it. Praise God. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Bible says, "Whoever believeth on the Son has everlasting life." Book of John, right? Praise God. Praise of the Lord. Let's go to Colossians. That's why there are three mysteries. Mystery of God, mystery of God. Father and mystery of Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? So they are all mysteries. So it's like you use mystery of Christ to demystify the Father. And you use mystery of the Father to demystify the mystery of God. So it's wisdom upon wisdom upon wisdom till you get all wisdom. Praise God. So it's like you have been you are being fine-tuned and mm-hmm. trained and being trained and trained till you can receive all of God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. My brother has been teaching this thing so many times. Is it that people have not been listening mm-hmm. in life meeting? <laughs> he has taught this thing every almost for the past many Saturdays. For like four Saturdays he taught it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm teaching right now. <laughs> My brother, I don't feel bad. Are you saying that for yourself? If it doesn't matter, then you should be able to. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. teaching it for the past, for like almost more than a year. Wait, are you talking about rooted and built up yeah. in Christ? No, no, no. There's more to that. Yes. Chapter 2. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. Chapter 2, verse 2. Yeah, verse, chapter 2, verse 2. That their heart might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, Mm. praise God, Mm. of the knowledge, and to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, and of the Father, and of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Aha. So they are all mysteries. But the first step God wants to do is because we have been, we have been, we have been, we have been scattered by the wisdom of this world. First thing we want to do is to take out. Wisdom of Christ is the one that takes out the wisdom. When the wisdom of Christ is formed, is, when Christ is really formed inside a man, the wisdom of Christ has been fully formed in a man. Mm-hmm. That's the eyes or the lens used to demystify the Father. Praise God. Praise God. So when they say Christ being formed, they say Christ in you. They are hope of glory. That means if hope, glory is a hope, it means that you have not received that glory yet. It's when Christ has been formed in you, then you have capacity to chase glory. Praise God. Or you have capacity to handle glory. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Please, you will understand it. Don't say I'm lost. Mm-mm. If you have to listen to this message again, go and listen again. Sometimes a message is preached so that after listening to it over time, you get to understand it. In life meeting, this is like the seventh time you are teaching this. You have taught it many, taught it many times. Praise God. So we will continue teaching it. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. Praise God the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for tonight. All glory be to your name, Lord. Father, the be to your name. Let your name be glorified. Let your power be made known in our midst. Father, we agree that we need to be sanctified more. Amen. Father, Lord, this process of sanctification, the reason why some knowledges are distorted is because sanctification has not been put on properly. Mm-hmm. So all that things are interpreting things to us. God, purge us. Purge us, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Everybody online, God bless you. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the 